a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. It's your voice and your vote. Daily in-depth coverage on Dave and Dujanovic. There's been some surprises already in the primary elections. Uh, Burgess Owens leading by double digits in the 4th District. Razor thin in the 1st between Blake Moore uh, and Bob Stevenson. And then uh, this is one that may have slipped under the radar for you. A surprise, like a shocking result. A Republican primary for a Senate seat covering parts of cash and rich counties that's been held by the same man for 35 years. Senator Lyle Hilliard, who has held his seat since 1985, is losing his primary right now. Uh, and by quite a bit, the races for the Republican nomination, it's seat 25, as if you know where seat 25 is. But uh, <laughs> Senator Hilliard's challenger, Chris Wilson, is beating him by 25 percent, 62 to 37 in the vote. And that's with three quarters of the votes that are in. Let's find out what happened and, and, and reach out to the opponent. Uh, Chris Wilson is leading right now. By 25% over Senator Lyle Hilliard. Uh, how did he pull off such a big lead? Well, let's ask him right now. Uh, Chris, I, I'm guessing you're feeling great right now. Uh, yes, well, we, we feel pretty good. Um, uh, we, we feel... Um you know, we, we kind of got got a lead, I guess, going into the fourth quarter. Um, I appreciate Dave, you and Amy having me on today. Uh, obviously, it's an exciting time, and uh, I really want to personally thank all those who contributed, boy, their time and efforts to our campaign. And uh, boy, it's been a, a, a true team effort. Um, boy, my wife and my kids and all the volunteers have really worked really, really hard. And um, uh, like I said, hopefully, our lead will will hold. And we're, uh, you know, cautiously optimistic. Uh, we really want to thank all the citizens of the Senate District 25 for, you know, for their faith and confidence uh, shown in me. And I uh, promise that I'll always listen to them and represent uh, your voice. And uh, here again, I've been talking about in my campaign about the will of the people. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to being the nominee for the Republican uh, Senate District 25, the general election. I do want to recognize Senator Hilliard. Um, he and my family have been good, close friends for a long time. And I really want to appreciate, recognize him and uh, show appreciation for his service that he's given to our community. And like I said, uh, really a gr uh, 
grateful for him and Alice and all his family for their sacrifice, you know, on our behalf up in, uh, you know, northern Utah. I appreciate him. And like I said, we still got a little ways to go. We still got a few votes to count. So, um, we'll, um, we're, we're optimistic, but we're uh, very excited and, um, we're, um, boy, pleased with the lead, uh, that we have so far. And, um, like I said, we're, um, optimistic at this time. So- so, Chris, let me ask you two questions. One of them is, you know, if you if you know the Hilliards and you're and you're pretty happy with his representation, what prompted you to run for office? And I know you're no stranger to public service because um, you've been involved locally up there for quite a while. But then, second of all, did you have any thoughts or theories or fears about people unaffiliated and Democrats switching parties to vote in the governor's race and how that might impact your race? Um, yeah, first of all, yeah, I've, I've, I've actually met with, uh, with Senator Hilliard four times personally in the last year. It's something we've been talking about. Uh, last year I was the president of the New Card Eaters of Utah, so we had met, uh, about some different issues about the sales tax referendum, uh, or not the referendum, well, I should say the sales tax reform, the committee that he yeah. co-chaired. And, um, you know, we'd met a number of times. He actually gave me his blessing, uh, to form a committee and start raising money last August. Uh, which I did, and and we kind of started down that path, and he gave me, again, kind of led me to believe that he was not going to run when we met in November. So I'd kind of gone down that path, and then he had uh, texted me around Christmas time and said that, no, he had changed his mind and decided that he was going to run. And and, um, at that time, I had a number of people reach out to me, elected officials and uh, business leaders, not only here and locally, but throughout the state. And uh, I just got the feeling a lot of people wanted a choice. Um, they thought that it was probably time for a change. There were people that were questioning whether he was, you know, a little disconnected and wasn't listening to the voters. Um, you know, we know about the, the referendum, and um, at that time, there was, you know, some concern uh, about the solution to the sales tax reform they'd come up with, and, you know, a lot of people were not pleased. And so, um, I met with uh, Senator Hilliard on January 20th, and after talking with him and trying to work it out, uh, decided that uh, I, sh- I, I, I wanted to show great respect for him and the office. And I was, the f- I told him the first uh, on January 2nd or January 20th that I would run. Um, you know that I felt I I was. Uh, uh, they needed to run uh, for the office. I thought thought it was time for you know for people to have a choice after 36 years. And uh, like you said, I I have great respect for the system. And as far as your question about uh, you know switching parties and stuff, I, I I really don't know. I guess we'll have to see you know how many people in our district. Um, you know, may have switched parties. One, one reason that I ran is I just want to get more people involved. And I think I think uh, the numbers will show that there was a, a number of people that became registered who may have been independent. Um, and uh, uh, we're, we're very pleased with the you know outcome and, and the amount of people voting. Obviously, we had a gubernatorial race in the first first district con- congressional race up here also that that, would, that sparked a lot of interest. But uh, you know, I'm not quite sure, Amy. Uh, you know, uh, well, I guess we can analyze those uh, numbers, or or you and Dave can analyze them. And <laughs> Once they come, in. I have I have a theory. I'll share after we after in our next segment. So, uh, Chris Wilson, um, so far, congratulations. Th- things things are looking good.